Sitter Snippets is sponsored and discuss of our first lima for Adol Bas Altachaya. Thanks, Esti. We last left off with Yismach Lev Mavakshe Hashem, a discussion how to be a Mavakesh. In order to really connect with Hashem, you have to be Yismach Lev, you have to be a happy person. But I want to share another interpretation, another thought on this important, important sense, sentence of Yismach Lev Mavakshe Hashem. What does it mean to be a Mavakesh Hashem? The Chavetz Chaim has an incredible insight. Says the Chavetz Chaim, Yismach Leib Mavakshi Hashem, let the hearts of those who seek Hashem rejoice. Chavetz Chaim explains when a person seeks and searches for something, we're not satisfied unless we successfully find or obtain what we're looking for. If we're trying to gain knowledge, if we're trying to gain know-how, if we're trying to achieve a certain goal, until we get there, we're not happy. But if you're a Mavakesh Hashem, if you're looking for Hashem, then you find great pleasure and joy from the actual search. Regardless of whether you find it, regardless of whether you achieve your goal, regardless of whether you arrive or gain that knowledge, the search itself, the experience, the process, the exercise of seeking and searching and yearning is what gives the simcha the great satisfaction. Says the Chavetz Chaim, Yismach Leiv Mevakshe Hashem. That's Hashem's promise. The individual who's sincere in his or her quest, if you're genuinely looking to find, to connect, to see Hashem in your life, then Yismach Leiv, whether you succeed or not, the process itself will bring great simcha. A mavakesh, a person who's thirsty, is thirsty for Torah. I once heard the insight that water, water doesn't have taste. It's delicious only based on how thirsty you are. Nobody reaches for a delicious glass of water with their steak. But if you finished exercising or playing ball or after a run or the end of a fast day, nothing tastes better than a cold glass of water. Torah is likened to water. If you're not mavakesh, Torah is bland. It's nothing special. But if you're thirsty, it's the most delicious thing in the world. So whether Torah is bland or tasty is really up to the attitude that we bring, whether we're thirsty or not. If we're not thirsty, it's bland. And our children, the people around us realize that we don't have an appetite for it. But if we're thirsty for it, if we're mavakesh, there's nothing more delicious in the world. When Rav Chaim Shmolevitz, the great Rosh Hashiva of Mir, was a young bacher learning in Grodna, he went for a visit to his uncle, the Rosh Hashiva of Navardik, Rav Avram Yafin. And during his visit, he asked his uncle, show me the best bacher in the yeshiva. So the Rosh Hashiva Rav Yafin pointed to one bacher, one young man, and he said, this is the greatest amkin in the yeshiva. He's the most penetrating insights into learning. And after that, he pointed to a different young man, and he said, he's the biggest masmid in the yeshiva. He's the most diligent student. He's here all hours. And he continued to point to different bacharim, different young men, and he pointed to each one as the greatest of that area. This one is the greatest in Yerushalayim. He's the most awe of God. And this one is the greatest piety, the greatest bikis, the greatest breath of knowledge. So Reb Chaim said to his uncle, to the Rosh Hashiva, they're all great Talmidim, but which is the greatest bachar in the Yeshiva? Which are you most proud of, proud of? Which is the pride and joy of the Yeshiva? So his uncle, the Rosh Hashiva, said, none of the above. What do you mean none of the above? You just spoke about each one's virtue and nobility. If it's not this one, the Masmid, the Amkan, the Baki, so who's the best? So his uncle took him to one of the corners of the base Medrash and he showed him a bachar. And he said, this is the greatest bachar, the greatest young man in the whole Yeshiva. So Reb Chaim was perplexed. In mentioning all the great previous great attributes, his uncle never even mentioned this young man once. So what made him the greatest? So the Rosh Hashiva answered, You see this young man? His defining trait is greater than all the other Bachar and Yeshiva. Because this Bachar, this young man, he's a Mavakish. He's a seeker. He's a searcher. He's hungry. He's got an appetite. The others may be smarter. They may be more diligent. They may be more pious. But he's the hungriest. He wants it the most. And that Mavakish that his uncle pointed to in the corner... That Mavakish ended up being the great Stiplergon, Rav Yaakov Kanievsky. So clearly this story left a big indelible impression on Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, because in his Sichus Musar, he doesn't mention the story, 
But he does identify that being a mavakish, a seeker, a searcher, being curious and inquisitive is one of the core qualities of a true Eved Hashem. And he talks about Yisro, that Yisro had experimented with every religion in the world, but he wasn't satisfied until he came to the truth. And he endorses this quality. This is the Pasuk we say every day in Hodu. Yismach lev mevakshe Hashem. To be a mevakish, to have an insatiable appetite, to want to learn, to grow, to search, to see, never to, to think Torah is bland or tasteless, but really to realize it can quench our thirst if we begin with a sense of thirst. If we're a mevakish, if we're hungry, we search for it, then yismach lev. Whether we achieve the goal or not, we, we are able to have a tremendous, tremendous appetite. The next pasuk is, Dirshu Hashem v'uzo, bakshu fanav tamid. Search out Hashem v'uzo and see His strength. See the way Hashem interacts with the world, how He manipulates the cosmos, how He makes the world events unfold. Search it out and see it because it's not necessarily obvious. Bakshu fanav tamid. Seek His countenance at all times. What's the difference between Dirshu and Bakshu? Dirshu Hashem, search out Hashem's strength, and bakshu, and ask, seek His countenance. So first we have to limit schorah. We have to limit our involvement in the world and make an effort to learn Torah. But it doesn't mean that it's always going to work. The Gemara Nida and Daf Ayin tells us that whatever it is we're trying to achieve, whether it's in business, whether it's in learning, whether it's any area of life, we need to exert our effort, we need to take our initiative, but then we have to turn to Hashem and daven to the one who really owns it. And so, Dirshu Hashem V'Uzo, Bakshu Fanav Tamid means, Dirshu Hashem V'Uzo, you have to be involved in learning, you have to see Hashem in this world. Then Bakshu Fanav, it's not enough to make the commitment to want to see it. Then Bakshu, you have to daven to Hashem for success in davening. Daven to Hashem for success in learning. We usually think of davening to Hashem for success in worldly, mundane matters. But the Pasuk is reminding us that we have to daven to Hashem, dirshu Hashem, look for Hashem in davening and learning, and then bakshu fanav, daven that we're successful in davening. Daven that we have emuna. Daven that we're successful in Yerashimayim. Daven that we can achieve learning, which ultimately is going to transform us.